is Julia and I'm the Chief Marketing Officer of FashionPotluck.com, which is a women-driven social media platform. Today I have a special guest, a successful blogger, a founder of a PR agency and a mastermind of a jewelry brand, Florce van Kouten, or as she is known on Instagram, Florce Loves. Hi! Hi! That's so sweet! <laughs> Thank you! At Fashion Potluck, one of our goals is to inspire and empower women. Looking at your story, it is very interesting and inspiring, and this is what I would love to talk to you about today. So, starting with the beginning, your childhood. In your blog, you mentioned that you were bullied in school for dressing differently. How did this affect you, and how did you find courage to start your own fashion blog? Uh, yeah, I, I was in school, uh, like it started mostly at high school and when I was bullied a lot. And mm -hmm. uh, you can imagine if you're 16 years old, that makes you super insecure about everything. Yeah, you're I can like, imagine. Yeah, you're like scared to go to school sometimes. I, I remembered I got this super colorful dress with all like kind mm -hmm. of colors and I feel really like a bohemian princess. <laughs> I was like totally rocking it. But I was so happy with the dress, but also so afraid to go to school because I know they were something going to say something about it, which they did, obviously. Okay. Um, but that never stopped me of like wearing things I loved because mm -hmm. it was just like me and it made me happy and it made me feel good to express myself in a way of fashion. So um, that's actually the reason why I started the blog because I wanted to share something. Uh, I, I shared the, sh the love of fashion with my mom, but uh, yeah, that was just like my mom as well. And I wanted to share with friends, which I didn't really had. It sounds like a sad story, but <laughs> I'm a happy kid. Um, and so I was like, I had this computer full of like beautiful street style images and uh, polo like like collages. And I was like, okay, why not share it on a blog? I remembered I was like following a DIY blog mm -hmm. and uh, I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I can do it myself. So that's why I started. And um, how old were you when you started it? Uh, 15, 16. Okay. Yeah, I think and I just wasn't... turned 16 because I was, it was like November 20, 2011. Okay, so, yeah. and Instagram and blogs were not so popular yet, right? No, no, that's why I basically did it in English, because I felt like, okay, everybody here doesn't understand fashion. Yeah. <laughs> well, where I come from, they don't, but of course in the city is different, but I, I didn't know. So I was like, okay, I will do it in English, and then I reach uh, maybe more people, mm -hmm. but I never thought that, that people would actually read it. It was more like an online diary for me. And then I started getting some comments and followers on Google Plus by the time, and I was like, whoa, this is, this is cool, what is this? <laughs> and then I used blog loving, I started Instagram, and then, I first had Instagram, then Facebook. This was quite fun, I think. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, and uh, yeah, then things started rolling, and I was like, okay, learning more about the blogging world, and uh, yeah, started and loving it more and more. Awesome, and now it is your full-time job, right? Yeah. Not only yeah. blogging, we will go to the PR and jewelry brand later, but yeah. it became your full-time career. Yeah, especially uh, when I moved to Amsterdam, it was like three years <coughs> ago already. Um, I, I uh, started to make more money out of it and started to I can I could make a living out of it because I was close to the fire I could go to any event and meeting without driving uh, one hour uh, to the city for yeah to see people or meet people where did you live before um, it's called Linden uh, probably no one knows <laughs> but it's close to um, Nijmegen Arnhem okay, okay, yeah. that direction yeah, okay. yeah. but then like <laughs> really small village okay yeah. 
So you had the fashion blog, as we just confirmed. Mm-hmm. Um, you tried yourself as a model, as you mentioned in your blog as well. Yeah. And you studied fashion and management mm-hmm. in Utrecht, right? Yeah. Yeah. So have you ever thought about launching your own clothing line? I have. Um, I am always. I was always this kid who was doing DIYs. Uh, when I saw, I, I, I remember that I, I made a Chanel shirt. I saw and I was oh. like, oh, I can make that myself, and uh, with uh, with paint and whatever. Nice. So I was always like doing and uh, making things, and um, I still feel like I want to make something that I miss. For example, good shirts like the good basics. I think they're hard to find for a good price. I agree. Um, and especially now with the fashion sustainable thing going on, I, if I will launch something, it will be something that is 100% sustainable or as sustainable as possible. Yeah. Um, at least fair made. So that's what I try with my jewelry already. And I hope to like expand it uh, first with bags because I love bags. I have an addiction with bags. Okay. Um, and then maybe clothes one day. For now, it's not my main priority. But, but you are considering it. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. If, if the opportunity shows up, I, I would love to start. Yeah. Okay. And talking about fashion and sustainability, as you mentioned now, you took part in Henaid. Henaid. Yeah. <laughs> you know what it means? No. Um, <laughs> it, it has two different meanings. It's like uh, sewing. So naien is sewing. Okay. Uh, so sewing clothing, but also uh, like fucked. So people are like uh, playing you. We were told we didn't know anything, and then we were there. We were like, oh, we're Henaid. We're so <laughs> fucked that we did this. Okay. Interesting. So that's the. That's the meaning yeah. so for the, the ones who are listening Henaid mm-hmm. is the Dutch TV show where a group of five people was sent to Myanmar and Florida was one of them uh, to explore and uh, to take part in a fast fashion production yeah uh, how was it <laughs> it was terrible it was the most wonderful experience ever because for me it really opened my eyes because um, I, I always have been this like happy kid, like, oh, th- we have such a good life here in Europe. Yeah. And then um, the Dutch people are often complaining. Mm-hmm. And then you come to a country where there's nothing, where they do the dirtiest and heaviest work you have no idea of. So we can buy a T-shirt for two, five euros. And to see the other side and to meet these people and see how grateful they are with nothing and how hard they work, it was so shocking. And when I came home after two weeks living there, I was so, I was a little lost as well because I felt like, okay, I want to do something. I I met these people. I, I, I felt them. I, you're so, you're in a, such a short time. You're so close because you feel the stories. You see the, the pain they have. You see them crying because of the things they can't do or won't do, but mm-hmm. they can't because there are, there are no opportunities. And then you're, you don't, just don't know where to begin because the market is so hard. And then you see, um, I, I live in a center, so I, I pass by the big, big fast fashion shops. And then even two months after sale, the racks are still full with clothing for two euros. And I was like, wow, I, I made these clothes with these people. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I felt how it is to make these clothing. It's so unfair that it's sold for such a low price. So for me, it re- it was like the most amazing experience. What but did you do? What did you do there exactly? How was your day to day in Myanmar? Um, well, we lived with the people from the <coughs> village, so uh, we we traveled to different families, mm-hmm. um, and I can say the living wasn't that comfortable because there was no shower, no toilet, no bed, so we slept on the ground. Okay. Had to wash with uh, a basket of water and um, no toilet, so you can imagine that. that 
that was yeah you feel dirty especially because it's very humid there so so that's how the day started so uh, you basically you lived the lives of those people who make fast fashion garments yeah yeah so that was really uh why we felt how it was to like live with that we were like oh we go to Myanmar probably sleep in a hotel and then mm -hmm. look and see <laughs> but we really felt it so it was like coming in even more because the first two days you were like okay it's we're okay, but then it, yeah, you start to do the heavy work. We we threw with dead cows uh, in the leather industry. Uh, we painted clothing. We were suing in uh, uh, for the fast fashion industry. Um, uh, yeah, we did basically like all the steps from the beginning, from the cotton um, uh, manufacturing. Yeah, mm -hmm. from the cotton manufacturing to uh, painting the the garments to making the garments, but also the leather industry. So from creating leather from dead cows to yeah. like making a bag, and that was like the most disgusting thing I've ever done. The the smell, it's like you smell death with chemicals and the people live above like the beds where the baths where the the cows are in like the, the the salt. It's disgusting and you're like this is so unhealthy for for a human to be there. It was so unhealthy that we couldn't even do several things because it would be dangerous. But these people are so used to it. They're born to do this. Uh, well, that sounds weird, but they're born in this to work in the industry. You're like, it's it's totally another world. Mm -hmm. So um, I cried a lot as well. So my day was like waking up, working with them. And by the end of the day, we were so tired, but also so shocked that it was or sleeping or crying and talking a lot. And yeah. And what is the main conclusion drawn from this trip then? What would be the message you would want to spread to the others? Um, I think see value in clothing again. I can imagine that if you're young or have a very big family that you can't afford like really expensive clothing. But think about what you buy. Uh, a t-shirt for five euro is not okay. Rather spend uh, 20 euro or, or do your research on something that is good so you only have to buy it once and not buy it every month because it breaks. What I see a lot with my friends, they go to the fast fashions, uh, Kate, uh, uh, shops buy stuff there and go out partying and it breaks the next day and throw it away and then buy the next one the next day exactly and I'm especially since Myanmar I'm like that's not the way how we should treat clothes so what I did as well I was like going through all my clothing selected things that I really loved and would wear like a hundred years from now because they're good quality and um and not going out of fashion and f the other things I tried to sell or give it to friends or give it a new life because I felt like okay I'm not going to enjoy this I hope someone else does mm -hmm. so I I felt like I gave clothing a chance to uh, for a next life or a better life than hanging in my closet doing nothing and I, I hope to inspire other people to do the same mm -hmm. like treat the clothes how they should be treated and if you can make someone else happy with things you don't wear for like three years in a row then give it to someone who's happy with it so clothing get a chance instead of buying new all the time so you also changed your attitude towards shopping you don't yeah. go to fast fashion brands anymore no no i'm, I'm of course i'm not a, a holy person i i walked <laughs> into zara as well but last time i walked into zara i was walking through the store and i was really like I don't even want to touch it. I know how it's made. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I saw some things online. I'm like, oh, damn, I really like that. Okay, I, I will have a look. But I, I didn't touch anything. I didn't try anything. I was like, no, 
no, I'm over this period. I, I don't want to do this anymore. So now... But that's good. Yeah. On a personal basis, we can actually change the situation. Yeah. If you stop buying it, someone else will stop. And I then hope. So, so like little by little, we can maybe change the situation. Yeah. And, and for example, secondhand clothing shopping is so much fun because... Because sometimes you can such, get such a gem for like a few a euro. And uh, for example, I got a cashmere sweater for, I think, 40 euros. And I was like, oh, a cashmere sweater for 40 <laughs> euros. Wow. And it, where did you get it? I Halle or uh, somewhere like in Amsterdam? No, uh, at a, 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 an uh, online uh, designer vintage shop, Festier oh, okay. Collective. I, I search a lot there for like like vintage designer brands for like such little money. So That's I was great like, tip. Yeah. 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 So I, I usually shop there now or find stuff. I like and sometimes you're like oh it's not as good as I hope but sometimes you're like so lucky you're like yeah <laughs> it's much more fun than buying a sweater at the fast fashion industry for absolutely. like 40 euro absolutely and what did your family say about your decision to go to Myanmar well when they like the first episode we didn't know anything I was like very naive I had no idea where we're going away and especially not Myanmar so when they told me like my head was blowing out I was like what and the first thing I thought I was like I have to call my mom I have to ask my mom if this is okay <laughs> so then I was driving home to my parents and I was like um okay I almost started crying already I was like okay I have good things and bad things to tell the crew was really fun and people were really nice but I'm going to Myanmar and the first thing my parents said because I was afraid they would be like oh my god no way that's going to not going to happen but they say it like wow okay this is the most amazing opportunity yeah. you will ever get it's like okay Good. so for me yeah <laughs> so for me it was a confirmation to yeah to really do this and jump into it and like skip all the things and go for it 100% so I was really happy they they were so supportive but when I came back, I felt like I was so lost and so angry as well of what I've seen that I couldn't explain them until it was on TV. So I was like telling, oh, we did this and this. And they were like, oh, wow, that's hard. And I was like, you have really no idea, right? How hard it was. Yeah. <laughs> and then they saw it on TV and it was like, wow, Floor, now we understand. And I'm really happy that... Um, it was like filmed everything because now you can really spread the word and send it out, send the message. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on a little yeah. bit. <laughs> Talking so much, sorry. <laughs> no, it's amazing actually. It's very interesting. And I think uh, it's a very good thing that you went because with your example, you can maybe influence others. I hope. In a positive way. Yeah, I hope. But okay, so currently, as we said, you have three projects, your blog, the mm -hmm. PR agency and the jewelry brand. Mm -hmm. Do you have a team who helps you with these? Uh, at the moment, not. Uh, I, I had someone who was uh, helping me with Floor to Loves um, because I wanted to transform it more into an online magazine. Mm -hmm. And then I started partnering, partnering up with uh, someone who was writing for me two times a week. And uh, we tried really hard to make it, make it an online magazine. But after two and a half months, we were like sitting together. It's like, this is not going to work. It was... Uh, it's so weird to say, but uh, people wanted to read what I uh, write and not, some, not something else. So it's like, okay, I should go back to the beginning, to where it once started, a personal blog. And um, we launched actually last week uh, again. Okay. Um, and now it's really about what I do and what I love again. And I think that works best. We, we saw that nobody was reading other stuff uh, other than what I've written. So... It was a, yeah, a fun experience. Uh, it was nice to have someone working with me, 
but uh, at the moment I'm working alone again, but it's getting... Uh, On all of the three projects. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's, that's made intense. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. I'm, I'm working in a small office now, which helps me to focus. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm like, I have someone on hold, uh, which I, I, I said to myself, okay, one more like client for my PR agency that is doing monthly, and then I will call her uh, to help me. Because oh, that makes the, sense. Yeah, yeah. So I have like a goal to work to, and then I will start hiring people again, because it's getting too much. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. But for your jewelry brand, do you also create the pieces yourself then or do you outsource the production no no I make it myself also <laughs> yeah but that's also I, I talked my dad is also an entrepreneur and he was like oh you should outsource this blah 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 and I was like no because that is what I love making it for me it's like uh, relaxing it's just like I don't have to think about anything just like make something and that's what for me it's just like a thing I love to do so mm -hmm. that's why I still do it myself so um, where they currently you can buy your jewelry on uh, an online store? Yeah, it's on my uh, web shop, chusvifleur.com, mm -hmm. um, written in French, so floor with an E uh, after the R. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, you, can, you can buy it there and then uh, I will make it handmade and send it to you. Awesome, very <laughs> yeah. nice. Uh, where do you find uh, inspiration for your projects, for jewelry or even for PR? Because these are all, even for writing, these are all very different branches how do you find inspiration to to stay inspired uh and like do it yeah and do it well yeah usually it's just like i i immediately have an idea of course going on holiday is always super inspiring uh, when i come home I'm, I'm always like oh i want to do this and this and so at, at a holiday i would recommend to be inspired but for me it's mostly when i have a walk in the streets or now with the sunny weather and flowers coming up i can be inspired with this mm -hmm. um, for outfits I or like diys or interior things i love to go on pinterest and instagram Instagram, of course but for my work it's usually I, I for example I get an opportunity I last time I had to make a, a beauty video and I exactly knew what I wanted I want to show a day in my life and I work with someone who's making the videos and he does perfect editing and exactly reads my mind so mm -hmm. I tell him okay we're going to do this and he's like yeah I know what you want Floor. so together we're for videos for example a good partner and I think talking to people who inspire you as well. Uh, I like to talk to my mom, but also the office I work with. Sometimes I can talk to people who are like, hey, what do you think about this ID? And then sometimes they help you to make it even better. Um, but the inspiration is yeah, always there, but there are always like ways to make it better or improve the IDs. And okay, yeah. interesting. Um, your PR agency, which is called uh, Floor PR, right, mm -hmm. organized an, an event for Bumble mm -hmm. uh, regarding sustainability. Yeah. How did you meet Bumble? And how was uh, the process of organizing such an important event? Because I saw some images of it and there were a lot of details like Bumble cups and yeah. a lot of decorations. And it, it's just a very important matter, sustainability. Yeah. How did you meet them and how was it? Um, well, I met them right before I went to Myanmar, actually. Uh, they approached me to organize three events. Um, and they have like three different things. You can go online on Bumble for dating, for business and for friendship. So mm -hmm. I was like, okay, I want to do it for all of them. So right after Myanmar, I organized an event for friendships. I did an illustration workshop. Then I did a Halloween party for dating. And then the last thing was I wanted to do something with sustainability and business. So that was the match we made 
made uh, for the last event. Um, but I find it quite hard because I didn't want to do a lot of merchandise because of course that isn't sustainable. So for me it was like, okay, how am I going to do this? So mm -hmm. it was a come get together drinks and bites. And um, then uh, I, I got some like fair made chocolate to give to uh, in, in the bumble wrap to give away. And um, yeah, just invited my followers. I The other events were I invited uh, other influencers. I was like, mm -hmm. no, for this event, I will invite my followers who followed Genite as well and wanted to come and talk uh, to us. So we went with the whole team. How many people attended it? Uh, I think we were like almost 20 people, okay. so not too big, but I, I wanted to it to be cozy. I was not like exposing it a lot and um, uh, some people cancelled, but eventually I think I think I had like 30 attendees and it eventually it was like super bad weather as well. Okay. Uh, 20 uh, came, but it was fun. Uh, we, we were like, okay, we'll do this for two hours something, but then with after three hours it was like, oh, it's quite late. Um, I might like take off but if you want to continue discussing please go ahead so it was really fun and it's, I think they're like um, what I saw a lot was people connecting as well uh, about sustainability and their businesses so that was something I found really interesting that was like okay you you're now connecting to help each other with the business or uh, somewhere like finishing school uh, so talking about opportunities in the sustainable business world so it was really like a fun uh, event and to talk about Genite as well of course, we got a lot of questions about how it was there and uh, the people who came really followed the series. So they yeah, they asked a lot about that. So it was really, yeah, really fun. Okay, yeah. interesting. And are you planning to do more events from Bumble in the future? Because uh, that sounds like fun. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was really fun, actually. And, and I hope to do more uh, with them. At the moment, I, I was so busy with other stuff. Like I do a lot of social media management for mm -hmm. my uh, agency. So I was so focused on that, that sometimes you forget to, like, especially when you do it alone, to uh, connect with the brands you've worked with before. But I will definitely uh, approach them now. Spring is coming and yeah, yeah do something more again. I hope. Definitely. Positive vibe romantic yeah. vibes yeah but bumble uh, i think they are quite feministic right yeah, yeah very. Uh, this is a dating not only dating but if we're talking about a dating app women have to make a first step yeah i'm not sure if it's the same for friendship and business probably maybe a bit different yeah maybe because I've, I've never made a match on like friendship or businesses neither no because i think most of them who are into that are also girls or yeah. when you swipe for friendship you will maybe swipe for a girl uh, faster than for a boy if you're a girl so yeah but I'm, I'm actually curious to try this now yeah yeah me too i'm like hmm good question but yourself are you a feminist um not in particular um i i think it's super important to have equal rights and for that i'm like 100 percent uh standing so for this, this. basically you are yeah so basically i am but <laughs> i your example you're like uh, not maybe not yeah like there is no perfection, but you're a very good feminist example because you are independent. Yeah. You achieved everything by your own. And yeah, you're continuing growing. Yeah. So when it comes to the rights and working industry, I think it's super important for equal rights. But on personal basis, I think men still should be a gentleman. And I think a true feminist would be like, no, I pay the first bill. And I'm like, no, girl, you shouldn't. A man should. So on that point, know. I'm like a little different, maybe. I also, I also believe that men should be a gentleman, but I also think that feminist, feminism does not exclude this. No. 
maybe there are some um, like ultra feminists. Uh, there are different, of course, there are different feministic movements. Yeah. However, for me, I would agree with you that uh, it's more about equal rights. It's yeah. more about uh, equal pay. It's about uh, equal uh, equality in terms of uh, attitudes. So, but. Yeah, but I, I also believe it doesn't exclude um, men being gentlemen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sometimes you have these feminists like, no, no, we're uh, <laughs> totally anti-men, you know? And I'm like, no, um, I, I, I shouldn't consider myself like that. So for the equal rights and like, uh, totally. But yeah. Um, yeah, and men should still be a gentleman more than a woman. Yeah, I would agree with you in that. Yeah. Absolutely, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> Are you conscious about what you are posting daily? For example, in your Insta stories, on, in your posts, do you worry about what people might think? Because in your Insta stories, I saw you being funny, you're posting like funny, like ugly faces or like showing a middle finger or like drinking alcohol. Yeah. How much do you worry about what your followers might think? Um, well, I used to be really like worried about, oh my gosh, can I post this or not, blah, blah, blah. But <coughs> Um, I think that might be the insecurity for my past as well. But now I'm like, no, this is me. Uh, if you like me, then you follow me. And if you don't like me, then you don't follow me. And uh, I always hear that people like miss, for example, my vlogs because they were really funny. I, mm -hmm. I was like, no, they're boring. And people <laughs> like them because I'm yeah, they were real. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just like to show who I am. Like, for example, last weekend I was um, at my parents' place on the countryside. We had baby lambs and they were so adorable. Lamages. So yeah, lamages. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. So I, I posted that on my Instagram stories and I see it differently in reach. Like when I post something about fashion, the reach is super high and then I post something about animals it's like or except of my dog because people love my mm -hmm. dog but when I do like baby lambs they're like no I'm not so interested and I'm like yeah but I still love it so I would still post it so I don't really care about um if I like it I hope others will I, I wouldn't post things I don't like yeah because I don't feel like that but yeah if I have a good time then um I, I will post. But for example, when I go out, I try to leave my phone because I don't want to share the really drunk things. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I forget and then something is online that like, oops. oops. <laughs> yeah. uh, what do your followers think about posts uh, regarding sustainability? Do they like them or they more like fun stuff and all beautiful, pretty pictures. No, they really like them. I, the fun thing is I, I also posted, we were like walking into the uh, the land and I, we found a lot of plastic. So we were like, uh, we live to the water side. So all the plastic, uh, the things that's from the water that goes into the land. So uh, I posted a photo on that as well. And I got some comments like, oh, this is terrible. I hope this one day it will stop too, because I posted like, guys, uh, think about something before you throw it away uh, in the nature, because this is what happening. We have baby lambs now in the in the in the land. They might eat this or mm -hmm. little birds, whatever. So I post something like that, and then I got some comments like people who really cared. So um, I forgot the question actually. What was the <laughs> <laughs> I was talking so? Oh, the sustainability. Yeah, people how do you like that? Yeah, yeah. Do they like this post or not? Because yeah. they're, they're more uh, serious, and they're not exactly all about happiness and beauty. You know. Yeah, yeah. I think, but when I posted that, I got some comments of people who are like, yeah you're so right and I hate it when I see that as well so people um, do like it when I post something like that but sometimes uh, for example the really ugly pictures I posted from Myanmar didn't got as many likes as I post like a good 
outfit, for example. So people still want to see the good side of life and not reality. Because, um, for example, if you have a conversation with somebody who eats meat and who is vegetarian... Are you a vegetarian? No, I'm not. <laughs> but I don't eat a lot of meat. I think once or twice a week. You're a flexitarian? Yeah, flexitarian. <laughs> but uh, the people who eat meat will always say to the vegetarians, oh, you're stupid. Because they will feel bad they do eat meat. And I think it's the same with fashion. They're like, oh, you're stupid because you're so good, blah, blah, blah. But they actually feel guilty because they do buy fast fashion and don't think about th what they buy. So I think the more you post, uh, the more they will think. And at first they might not like it, but eventually I hope one day will be like, hmm, yeah, the girl's Maybe right. She has a point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. What is your most and least uh, favorite thing about blogging? Um, for blogging, I just love to write down my thoughts and I hope to inspire people with it. So that's the thing I love to do the most, inspire others. Um, least thing is, for example, people really wanted me to vlog and I just don't like vlogging because you're online const constantly. When I have a nice day with my brother who I don't see that often because we live like one hour drive apart, I'm like, I really want to enjoy the time with him and not be on my phone or camera mm -hmm. all the time. So the hardest thing I find is to be online constantly and I think I have a good balance now. Um, but yeah, for that's like, if I have to tell something, it would be like, uh, yeah, the pressure of sharing everything. I think I, I think I have it under control, but okay. yeah, sometimes you're still ah. <laughs> <laughs> so you also have uh, like a life-work balance. Yeah, yeah. How did you find it? Uh, well, it really started because I used to work from home for three years and now I rented an office since October last year and that helped me so much because now I go to work like between eight and nine and then I leave between five and six and then I'm home again mm -hmm. and then I would do my so sports. So you separate things. Yeah, yeah, and have fun and now I have like colleagues, if you can call them like yeah. that. Like <laughs> last, last week we were like drinking after work and had so much fun and I'm like, yeah, I've cool people around me with the office and I yeah it helps me to get this balance and especially because we all struggle with it sometimes like oh there's so much work but because because you work for yourself you can plan your hours yourself yeah. sometimes it's hard to keep the balance but they really help as well so yeah I really I think the office was like the best step I could do last year okay. too and are you more productive in the office or you are yeah. also productive at home not anymore I used to be productive at home but I had some uh, renovations renovations yeah in my house um, so I had to work from home because there were people in my house and I just couldn't work I was just staring at my laptop like I have to answer that email but I don't feel like I don't feel like it I, I will do something else I will watch videos or whatever <laughs> so I really need to go to the office to concentrate again yeah awesome interesting yeah so it is really hard to imagine you being sad, dissatisfied or upset now <laughs> meeting you in live and also looking at your Insta stories or videos. Do you ever have uh, emotional burnouts? Of course, I think everybody has that. And I'm, I hear this a lot, like, are you always happy? Like, I try to be happy. My father um, said, like, life is a party. But you have to make the party yourself. And I really feel like it, when, the, especially now the sun is shining and then I, I have my sunglasses on and, and ear, <laughs> ears, uh, music in my ears. And I'm like, I feel like whistling and dancing on the street. And I would just do that because then you will make other people happy as well. And I think we should be more happy about life and enjoy life. Some people are so negative and um, I try to surround myself with people who are uh, positive as well so you can share the energy and hopefully spread it. And of course, I'm some 
sometimes I feel like crying, and I will put John Mayer on and cry in the shower. And I'm like, yeah. But so I, this is how you deal with it. You just like let your emotions out. Yeah, I have John Mayer therapy. <laughs> really can I can really recommend it. It works perfectly. I'm like one hour and you're totally fine again. But of course, and sometimes I'm lost and there's so much work to do. I'm like freaking out. Like, oh my god, what? A, I don't know what I want to do anymore. And uh, nothing works. How do you deal with it? What do you do? Is there like a recipe for? Curing the little depression. Um, I will call my mom or my brother most of the time and just like, or have a good night out. I love dancing. I, I'm a, I'm a real like I'm always dancing, no matter if it's at home in the office or in a club. I'm always. Where do dancing. you go out in Amsterdam? Um, I, I'm now more into salsa dancing. Ooh. So I'm go I'm planning some salsa parties. Uh, I'm learning it now. So I'm planning to do nice. some salsa parties. But there's like Chin Chin Club. I, I like that. I like the music. For me, music is most most important. Doesn't matter how the people are or uh, uh, if it's a nice area. If the music is good, I'm good. Yeah. So yeah. Awesome. How does Florch's day look like? You wake up. And what do you do first thing in the morning? Uh, I wake up, I have my breakfast, and that's something I love love the most. <laughs> um, then watch the news, and then get dressed, uh, do makeup, and then walk to work. Works like seven minutes walk, so I'm super lucky. And then start at the office, mostly between eight and nine. I try to be a little bit earlier, because then I stop at around half past four, because then I do ballet class. It's hmm. a combination yeah. of ballet and uh, cardio which I really love. So that's something I can recommend doing a sport you like. Um, helps to be happy as well. And then I finish around uh, six, seven. Then I go uh, eat, I make dinner and then do something I like. Um, or sometimes I have the salsa class or I will start a French course because I want to learn French. Yes. So uh, sometimes it's different, but usually it's like breakfast, uh, work, that or barre and then uh, eating and chill, do something with friends or I like my time alone as well. I, I feel I'm a person who needs time for herself. So um, yeah, just chill in the wintertime is like chilling on the couch, watch a series and now it's more outside life, of course. What is your favorite series? At the moment I'm into Homeland. It's uh, I, I stopped, but now I picked it up again. I'm like, it's so exciting, <laughs> but I love like <coughs> Peaky Blinders and I loved um, once upon a time, it's like the um, uh, fairy tale thing mm. with real people. It's like I loved it. So, okay. And finally, with all your projects and with you being so inspired, motivated in summer, mm -hmm. what are your next plans? What can we expect from you? Um, I, I hope that the new blog is uh, that people are going to like it. I want to write personal stories again and make only really awesome videos with uh, brands I love. And uh, for the PR agency, um, I'm actually flying within two days to uh, the United States oh, yeah. uh, for a company I do the social media for. Uh, it's for coffee makers. So I, I really want to be like this yeah, business babe. <laughs> that's like, <laughs> like my goal. So that's what you can expect from me. So you want to concentrate on your projects right now. There yeah. are no new upcoming projects, bag brand, clothing brand, I don't know. Uh, no, no, it's not not there yet. For me, for, for now, it's more like I want to focus on, uh, I love to build website and do nerdy stuff. <laughs> so uh, I, I, would, I would, I like to focus on like the nerdy stuff, but that's not something I really share because it's like, yeah, doing things for other brands. And for the blog, yeah, it's just really uh, a lot about 
uh, cool outfit things that inspire others, share my stories and make awesome content. Yeah. Awesome. Sounds good. And uh, at the end, I would like to ask you five short questions okay. with a lot of value for our listeners, I hope, okay. with five short answers corresponding. <laughs> I will keep them short, <laughs> but I will try. Okay. Your favorite place in Amsterdam? Home. Home. Does that count? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Yeah. I would agree with that as well. <laughs> a book everyone should read. Um, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Totally agree. I yeah, read it. yes, yeah. it's such a good book. And especially for positive thinking, you're like, okay, I live once, I have a few fucks to give, shouldn't care. Yeah, I totally Enjoy agree. Life. With Your hobby, which no one knows about, maybe it was salsa. Oh, yeah, no. salsa dancing. Yeah, it um, okay, salsa dancing, and uh, I love cooking. So maybe cooking. Yeah, you don't yeah. share that much cooking in your blog. No, maybe I should. Maybe you should. Yeah, maybe I should. <laughs> Your favorite beauty brand? La Mer. Okay. Yeah. And your favorite guilty pleasure? Uh, uh, singing in the shower. I think it's very like cliche. No, not in the shower. Even worse, singing in, in front of the mirror and dancing in front of the mirror. Perks That's of living by yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like a total idiot. What is uh, the perfect song for dancing in front of the mirror or in, in the shower? Ain't a mountain high enough. Okay. Yeah, I love that one. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, Florcha, it was an interesting conversation. Yes, and, thank uh, you so much. I hope it will be also as inspiring for our users as it was for me. Yeah, it was inspiring for myself as well. I to hope so. Like, think about your questions and yeah. Yeah, thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for having and, me. And uh, we will put all your links to the web stores and your blog and Instagram in our bio. Thanks. As well, this podcast will be posted in iTunes, uh, Google, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, and basically all other platforms where you can find podcasts. Cool. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, thank you for being here again. Thank you so and much for having yeah, me. Yeah, thank you for listening. <laughs> Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. Thanks. Thanks.